scared of you motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no foolishness. And I'm blessed. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of Blunt Truths Pod. It's your girls, Grey Goose, and Reese Peace. The pre-roll for today is, the dating pool doesn't have poop or pee in it. Yeah, you know, everybody been talking about how the dating pool everywhere actually mm-hmm. has pee and poop in it. Yes, there was actually a post on that um, Instagram page, Washingtonian Problems, yes. about how recently, I forget what, um, news source it was that ranked DC as one of the best places to date in the country. Mm-hmm. And those comments were so depressing. Yes, they were. <laughs> People they were. were so negative. They were saying, uh, must be a different DC. <laughs> Everyone here is emotionally unavailable. Nobody wants anything serious. Yeah. Um, just all kinds of I, and you know, and I get it, right? People mm-hmm. are struggling with this. Um and and it's not only in DC. It's, it's not. everywhere. It I is. I got homegirls everywhere, and they all struggling. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's it's been interesting though to to date. But mm-hmm. but what I'm going to say is that that um the topic about DC being like the number one spot to be dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had you know some good dates out here. So have I. I've had some good dates and some good. Oh. Um, <laughs> devotionals devotionals out here since oh. i since i had moved here oh hi just saying <laughs> but it's also funny how like to your point people will say oh they think that dating is the worst wherever they live yeah. right because i've heard people yeah. say this about atlanta yep i've heard people say this about chicago people, yeah literally all the major cities people say this yeah and i'm like so then it's not the worst in your city. Maybe it's a generational That's thing. what I was about to say. People say that. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen comments where it's like, it's not the location. It's, it's the generation that's like struggling. Yeah. And I think it, even the perspective on that, it's just that dating for us maybe looks different than past generations. Yeah. And we are struggling to adapt to these changes. Right? Agreed. Um, I- Oh, sorry. No, what I was going to say is, um, so, um, Eli, my Mm -hmm. best friend who was on the, um, best friend, that's my best friend episode. Mm -hmm. Um, he always brings up a great point on the inception of like, uh, social media. Whenever Mm -hmm. that came into play was when we started having the issues with dating because of all of the options that everybody has now at just, you know, at the tip of your finger. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that from actually other men. Um, I haven't really heard women, uh, use that reasoning, but Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of men say that. And I think it has something to do with the fact that allegedly men are more visual creatures yeah if you buy into that yeah um so a lot of these apps you'll notice men don't be even writing bios right they don't be writing or reading or reading they literally just swipe yeah or some men just swipe everyone but that's a different conversation (laughs) um so maybe they feel like they have more options because they literally can sign on to yeah they're not caring about 
you know, height or yeah. whatever, or other things yeah. that women maybe take into account. They're just like, hey, she look good. That's yeah. that's it. That's the end of my standards. Yeah. The other thing my um my homegirls and I would be talking about is mm-hmm. like, damn, I wish we, you know, we could have met our husbands back in like, Before. you know, in college or mm-hmm. something like that. I'm like, <laughs> if I wasn't deep down in my engineering books, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would have found me a man then. Someone could have been down in you. I can't. Ooh. Um, <laughs> well then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but no, yes. Yeah. So, all right. So, what are these, uh, I guess, predates you was telling oh, me yeah. about? Yeah, this is one of the, the shifts, I think, in millennial dating culture. Lord. And this has been a topic ad nauseum on Twitter mm-hmm. and social media. But. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, a pre-date is essentially before a man, and this isn't hetero dating, okay. before a man will choose to invest money or a substantial amount of time, which from what I've heard is more than an hour. What? Right? So before a man is willing to invest money or over an hour in a woman, what they'll do is they'll have this pre-date, mm-hmm. right? And that will be maybe meeting up at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I sounded real Jersey when I said coffee (laughs) or going to the park Mm -hmm. or basically a low cost, low time commitment environment. Okay. And then after this pre-date, the man will decide, okay, you are worthy of an actual date, which for them is like a traditional date, right? So going to dinner dinner. or, you know, somewhere where they don't have an issue paying. That's crazy. Like I had never heard of no Mm -hmm. pre-dates that why? Have you ever been on anything that you think would be classified as a pre-date? Um, no, not really. Yeah. Like maybe like a like a coffee date, mm-hmm. maybe. But to I, me, it's still a date. That's, that's what that's, I'm thinking. That's why I'm just like the the assertion of trying to separate a pre-date from yeah. a date is kind of juvenile yeah, to me. Yeah, What I like to do is, prior to dating, I think we should be talking semi-regularly, yeah, right? And yeah. that could be any whatever frequency we decide on. Yeah. Um, Getting to know one another with the intention of then meeting up in, in person, person yeah. going out on a date to get to know each other even better in person, engaging if there's any chemistry. Yeah. So a pre-date to me is just like, so do you want to skip date. the whole <laughs> like vetting process yeah. of getting to know someone prior to meeting in person and why? Yeah. Um. Or even maybe like um, if you met the person in, in, in person, you know? Then, um, but mm-hmm. still, again, I just don't even think that it even exists. I just feel like it's a date, like mm-hmm. you said. And I've had a friend tell me that he does the whole pre-date approach with women that he's met on apps or like social media okay, okay. versus if he's met a woman like when he's out in person, yeah. then he eliminates that because for him, the whole emphasis or the whole reasoning behind doing a pre-date is so he can make sure that you're not catfish and that the conversation flows the same in person as it does over the app or online. Okay. But again, just go on a date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's the same it thing. Still is, it still is just You still meeting foolish. up. You still enjo- supposed to be enjoying yourself. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's the same thing. But I guess these are the same people who are advocates of situationships, right? Yeah, Any level true. of, like, not committing, yep. they're cool. Okay. So a date seems too like, oh, no, we're not dating. Okay. We went on a pre-date. Yep. It's like, okay. Yep. Or an uh, outing. But that also brings <laughs> up another another common uh, Twitter conversation, okay. which is who should pay for the dates in hetero dating um, circumstances. Mm. So do you have any opinions about who should pay for a date? Yeah, I do. Um, 
So first day, I would say the the man. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, I think it's uh, kind of free if game. if I yeah I think it's free game because I think if I bring up something that let's say I said let's check this out I'm gonna pay, you know grab those tickets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about it and like planning it together, mm-hmm. it could be a thing. Um, I know like um, currently mm-hmm. um, I'll I'll actually say, oh, do you want me to play half? Mm-hmm. Um, and we could do that. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, no, nah, like I got it. Yeah. So like I'm going to, you know, offer. Yeah. And, but if nah, then yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. And see for me. So. I, I've heard people say things like whoever acts the other person out should be the one who pays. That's dumb to me. Yeah. Because just because I asked my homegirls, do you want to go to brunch? I'm not about to ball out on the whole <laughs> table. So, no. I no. think it should it should be communication about like you said, right? Yeah. So, do I think any one like sex should pay? Not necessarily. Yeah. Um, and, but <laughs> what I used to do when I first started dating is I used to literally, before we would go into whatever establishment on a date, I would ask. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, so before we get in there, right, because it could be embarrassing yeah. to have that conversation in front of, like, the waiter or whatever. Yeah. So I would ask, hey, how do you feel most comfortable, you know, with this? Do you want to split it? Do you want to pay or whatever? And I had one guy, I'll never forget, the last guy I dated before I moved down here from Jersey, mm-hmm. he was, like, in his 40s or late, no, he was, like, his late 30s, and I was 24. Mm-hmm. So he was at least 10 years older than me. And I remember I did the little, you know, like little pull for the card on the date. <laughs> and he was like, do you actually want to pay for this date? And I was like, well, not really. He's like, so then don't ever reach in your wallet again when you're with me. Ooh. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Like, <laughs> all right. Say like less. He, he Say less. all the way down. Right. Um, so I, I feel like since then, I haven't experienced, well, not even since then, even back then. Yeah. I've never experienced going on a first date and a man not, not paying. paying. Yeah, same. Um, but I never go with the expectation that they're going to. I always go with my wallet, yeah. you know, yeah. my funds ready. I yeah. don't order, you know, anything ridiculous for yeah. the first date. But I also do suggest, I guess the kids would call it a pre-date, because I suggest something that's low cost for yeah. the first date. Agreed. Um, I suggest let's go for a walk in the park, because yeah. for me, the intention of a first date is getting to know you better. Yeah. Seeing if I'm comfortable around yep. you. So I, I'm not opposed to let's just go to the park and, you know, like get drink some cream, wine or something. Get, yep. Yeah. And just something talk. Small, simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. I like those too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Uh, it was a situation that was brought up to me about um, somebody going on a date and the person, the date was two hours oh, late. Nah. Oh, no. <laughs> What's an acceptable time that you'd wait without communication? 16 seconds. <laughs> no. no, I think for me, so I uh, I actually have a friendship that ended over somebody Yikes. being real late with poor communication. But mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty open to like unpredictability in people scheduling yep. traffic and yep. all these factors that take into account. Yep. So I think I would wait 30 minutes with no communication but after about 15 minutes, I'm going to shoot you a text or call you and say, yep. hey, you know, I'm at the restaurants. Everything OK? Is yep. there traffic? You know, are you, you know, just just to see what's going on. Yeah. After 30 minutes, if there's no communication. I'm out. I'm out. Yep. And there will not be a part two. Not at all. <laughs> like, like, just delete my number. Yeah, And that's and that's because of the absence of communication. I just exactly. want to say I'm understanding if things come up. That made me think of remember that man who I uh, had met from Tinder, that Haitian guy. The one that was a little off, 
And he had said, oh, yes, yes. You said that he yes. worked for being at my place. Yep. And then he pulled up after nine with no communication. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, remember when I told you I was sensitive to people being late? Yep. And he barked on me, child. Yeah. Talking about, I never said I would be here at eight. Meanwhile, and we he just had the conversation. Eight works. I said, so what does eight works mean to you? Because to <laughs> me, that means that's when I'll be there. He's like, you know, I was in, but that I didn't know you were in Bethesda because you literally never told me that <laughs> at all. And you live 15 minutes away. So why would I think you would get exactly. here an hour after we agreed to meet up? So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, disrespectful because mm. my time is very precious. Exactly. And for you not to just. How long does it take for you to send a quick text to be That's like, it. hey, I'm going to be, I'm running late. That's I'm going to be late, late. Like, you don't even got to say. Yeah, <laughs> running know? late. Right. Boom. That's it. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Like, acknowledge the fact that we had agreed to meet at a certain time. And for whatever reason, you won't be there then. Yeah. That's, that's all I asked for. Yeah. But, okay, so going in line with these dating questions. Yeah. If you were on a date. And you realize there's no chemistry because you didn't go on a pre-date. <laughs> what would you do? Would you, like, leave it early? Would you stick it through? What do you think you would do? What I have done <laughs> oh. in the past. I've actually just thugged it out to the end of the date. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, we just don't have uh, any other dates after that. Yeah, that's, that's the same. I, I asked that question because in a Facebook group I'm in, a woman talked about how she had the most embarrassing not date experience um, because she had been talking to this man for a week, which I'm like, that, that's not a substantial amount of time. Right. But okay, girl. They had been talking for a week. They met through an app. She's a single mother of two. So he asked her out for like a Friday night to dinner or something. Mm -hmm. So she paid for a babysitter. She got all dolled up. She drove out to the restaurant to meet him. And when she met up with him, he said, oh, hey, the table's not ready yet. Let's just go for a walk in this nearby park. Mm-hmm. So they went for a walk in this park about 15 minutes into this walk. He was like, hey, I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I don't want to go on this date anymore. Yeah. I don't think that the, the vibes are there. So um, I'm going to be real with you now and not waste either one of our time. Dang. Yeah. So I, I don't think I would ever do that. Right. Um, not that it's necessarily rude. Yeah. I do think that it's easier for men to be direct with their communication, also to have less to fear. Yeah. I think my, my thing with that is... You never know how a man is going to react, unfortunately. Agreed. And my safety is the first thing I think about when it comes to dating yep. and so many of my interactions when yep. it comes to dating. Um, so I would be more inclined to go through with the date. Maybe then I would I would be insistent about paying for my half so that yeah. there's no no invoices yes, being sent to me after. Because, you know, you've been seeing them stories. Like yeah, I know. Man. I have a friend who went on a date Ooh. and after the date i guess it was it wasn't a good date oh. he went and like uh venmo requested for the <laughs> you better venmo these nuts because i would yeah and she, she sent me the screenshot i was like yo that is wild like niggas is if really you broke doing just that. say that right hello that's crazy to me Come i would on. i have never in my i would <laughs> i, I would girl. laugh so hard <laughs> Like, you really thought you was you doing thought. something. <laughs> you thought. Toodles. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, yeah. Um, and like you, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like um, wrong that he said that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's just being direct and kind of saved her some time. Exactly. But so. she was she was hurt because she's like, I paid a babysitter and I got cute and I did this. Somebody said, well, sis, you made one of the first mistakes as a single mom dating. You should have had that man meet you for a lunch date during the week when your kids were in school. I said, ooh. Oh. 
I never would have thought, but that's a, that's a good game. one. Because they, you know, they in school. Free, so, free yeah, babysitting. Not paying for no babysitter. It's a, you got a set time limit. I'm saying. Mm-hmm, and boom, you good. Look at that. Wow. Right. For all you single moms. Mm-hmm. And daddies. And, yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. So then, okay, well, what were some things that you were taught, like, growing up about dating? Nothing. Oh. Not to do it. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Pretty much that was it. You know, yeah. growing up in a, a West Indian household, specifically a Bayesian household, um, I never had conversations with my parents about dating. I was never told that I could date. Okay. And it just made it so awkward when I finally was an adult. And it's like, oh, wait, I don't live in my parents' house no more. I can yeah. do whatever I yeah. want. Um it took a while to kind of unpack that. Yeah. And it made my first, my first couple dating interactions were so awkward. Yeah. Like, I did not know how to communicate with men romantically. Uh-huh. I, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. So, and how, how old were you? So, I had a secret boyfriend. Oh. Um, <laughs> from, from 10th grade through senior year of college. Okay. Um, but that was a lot of, again, figuring out. Yeah, like, I was about know, to say stuff. at that age, you mm-hmm. know. It and then, be. yeah, and then I moved out like three months after I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. So then it took about another six months of me living on my own to realize, oh, shoot, I can actually date now. Like, I'm a whole adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's when I started. So like 21, 22 is when I okay. actually like, started, I guess, like dating. Okay, and so we, then for me, like, so... I'm grateful that Mm -hmm. my mom, as a a Haitian American, um, my mom wasn't as strict as most Haitians. Yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) and so I actually started dating at the age of 15. And then, so that was one boyfriend. And then mm-hmm. I had another boyfriend at 16 mm-hmm. who would just come to the house and like he would take me out. I would wow. like go to his house and like my mom knew and my um, my stepdad at the time, mm-hmm. he knew like they were, yeah. And that's how, that's how I want to do it with yeah. my children. I want them to be able to know that they can ask me questions about dating. Yeah. I want to empower them to yeah. go out on dates and learn like yeah. healthy ways because- I think that when I see a lot of people saying things like dating is trash, the mm-hmm. dating pool has pee or poop in it, I want to ask them, how did you learn how yeah. to date? Like, and what were important. you taught about yeah. dating? Because I think in the black community, I can't speak on any other communities. Mm-hmm. Not that I think that y'all do it differently. I just don't know. I'm right. Um, <laughs> All the way. So I think in the black community, dating, sex, and like certain things are just such taboo topics. Yeah. And if you've never been taught how to date, yeah. then of course it's going to be an uncomfortable, awkward experience because yeah. you're literally figuring it out through trial and error. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, which I mean, yeah, I I learned from trial and error just mm-hmm. at an earlier time, yeah. right, to kind of experience the, the these guys, mm-hmm. you know, from then. But yeah, and for me too, I feel like um, because I have a sister, my older sister Lori, she's seven years older mm-hmm. than me. So because she experienced dating before I did, yeah. she would give me like dating Pointers. advice. Like I know yeah. one of the tips that she gave me that stuck with me to this day is <laughs> that, <this> day. <laughs> that do not sleep with a guy if you're looking to date him. Yeah. You know, not a whole friends with benefits or one night stand type thing. But it, don't right. sleep with a guy until he has like paid for something for you. Because yeah. men value money more than they will value your body. Sad truth. Yeah. So mm. she says, you know, make him invest something in you. Not just his time, yeah. but his money. Take you out on a date. And then if you decide that, you know, you want to have sex with him, be safe and whatnot. Yeah. But she taught me that early on because she's like, you know, 
unfortunately, a lot of men, if they feel like they didn't have to work, quote unquote, yeah. for you, then, then they'll just, they never will. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. But um, we wanted to just give some ways to experience dating that will help make it more positive. If you are one of those people who's getting a little discouraged, mm-hmm. we feel you on that, believe yeah. me, because I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah. So we want to give you some positive ways to experience dating that have worked for us. Yeah. So the first way is have a positive outlook, right? When people say things like the dating pool has pee in it, dating is trash, men are horrible, whatever it may be, women yeah. are horrible. It becomes a self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy. If you go into a situation thinking it's going to be horrible, yep. it likely will because yep. you're trying to basically confirm the bias that you already have towards this particular area yep. in this specific instant being dating. So yeah. have a positive outlook, Agreed. please. Agreed. Uh, the second thing is to ask your friends to set you up. I think yeah. that is like the main way that I like to meet people. Me too. Just because I feel like they can vouch for, mm-hmm. you know, that person. You don't got to do a background check. I'm saying. Thoroughly, you know, <laughs> I don't got to run your plates Google, and all LinkedIn, that. all of that. Right. <laughs> I can, you could skip the vetting. It's like pre-check. <laughs> Boom. Yes. <laughs> the next, uh, tip that we have is don't let distance limit you yeah right? and so mm. i used to be someone who's like i'm not doing a long distance relationship yeah. <laughs> i need my man to be within 30 minutes i wasn't even trying to do dc to baltimore okay <laughs> i was like Mm-mm. i wasn't even trying to do arlington to maryland Lord. okay i'm like nah i need him to be three minutes or less away <laughs> but at the end of the day if the dating experiences you're having in your area are not meeting your expectations yeah. and the end result is that you're single and not going on dates. Yeah. What's the harm in expanding your yep. dating area, right? Because look, if you're dating somebody who lives a flight away or a drive away, is that not preferable to not dating anyone if that's what you're looking Agreed. for? Agreed. And with the panini, mm-hmm. you know, people all working remote, you yeah. could just bring your work laptop with you and say so you fly can, out. Exactly. Like I'm finna do next month. Ooh, ooh. Oh, actually this month. This, ooh. Oop, oop. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, getting flued out. But um so the next one is to take your time and to get to know people. Um, a lot of the times people try to like rush and yes. um, skip things, some mm-hmm. certain things, you know. Um, so just just take it slow. Yes. Cause I, you know what it is, too? I feel like so people will be discouraged from dating. Mm-hmm. And so they'll feel like, OK, when I finally find someone that I think I like, we got to hyperspeed yeah. this entire interaction because, you know, I got to be married in a year. Yeah. I got to have a kid yeah. in, you know, this time period. And when you rush through it or what I see as rushing through, right, because mm-hmm. this is my perception. Mm-hmm. But when you rush through it, what can happen is that after the fact, you get to actually know the person who you're dating or who you made these these life lasting decisions with and you realize like, oh, wait, maybe I don't even really like them yeah. or, you know, whatever Agreed. it may be. So. I think the thing that I get from this point is to be present. That's what it is. Like, so be present and stop trying to, because I think a lot of people do this where Mm -hmm. they'll think they're thinking they're forward thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. And just thinking you, you, my husband. (laughs) Exactly. I was, I've been guilty of that. I'm not judging y'all. Yeah. Same. I've been, I've been there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, next thing we have is to assess how you're presenting yourself, right? And what we mean by this is people will make complaints that, oh, nobody approaches me, nobody wants to talk to me, or, or that people have a um, 
a false in- interpretation or understanding of who they are. Yeah. But what they fail to recognize is, well, what? How are you portraying yourself? Yep. Right. Like yep. this could be on social media. Yeah. What kind of content yeah. are you sharing or posting on your page? What kind of jokes are you making? Um, mm-hmm. I know I've been guilty of in the past. I used to be <laughs> real negative towards men online, okay? Mm-hmm. I was out here posting all the man bashing memes mm-hmm. and things. And, and I'm thinking, like, it was funny, but I realized, no, I was hurt. <laughs> like, I, I really was hurt yeah. from past negative dating experiences. And it's fine to be hurt, but it's not okay to project that on an entire yeah. gender sex of people mm-hmm. and make this constant content about negativity like yeah. why would someone want to date you if you're just talking negative about them potentially yeah. agree so yeah. yeah just assess how you're presenting yourself and ask yourself would i want to date me yeah boom boom that's a good question mm-hmm. so next thing is to don't be afraid to ask questions that matter to you so like have conversations i think sometimes people are afraid and like and to me and I, I guess I kind of get the fear behind it sometimes because mm-hmm. like in my experience, because of um, um, how the the guy has reacted to me asking certain questions, mm-hmm. I've kind of like, it's kind of triggering, right? Yeah. And so with me working through that, like I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's okay to ask these mm-hmm. questions early on to just get a better feel yeah. of that person. And even to see how someone reacts to yeah. you the question that's right? true because that can be a potential red flag yeah if someone gets angry yep. at everything you ask yep. it's like okay um <laughs> it's not me work. yeah i'm gonna have questions and it's normal and natural exactly. when we're getting to know each other exactly so yeah don't be afraid to ask those questions but you know questions that actually are important exactly not, not superficial yeah. things or don't be asking oh people their body count <laughs> child <laughs> it's 2021 a, leave child. that in the past seriously like don't why do people care matter. about that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Hey. <laughs> um, so these next two that we're going to mention, just want to give the caveat that we understand we are still in a pandemic. It mm-hmm. may not seem like it with the world being open, but we are. So just take some consideration into how you apply these in your life currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but attend happy hours or after hours events for professional conferences. And what we mean by that is if you're looking to date and, you know, you're not having pleasure, pleasant experiences. Look at how you're dating. Are you only going on apps, mm-hmm. right? Are you not really answering people on these apps? Mm-hmm. Instead, go out there and try to meet people in real life by attending these happy hour or after hours events. So things like the Black MBA conference yeah. that was recently in Chicago, right? Nesby. Yeah, Nesby mm-hmm. or NABA. Like, yep. even if you are not a member of these associations, if they're having their event, their national conference in your city, yeah. Go out to buy the convention center to these bars that are over that you know people frequent yeah. and just look to meet like-minded professional yeah. people if that's who you're looking to date and who yeah. you're interested in. And then the next one is so kind of same theme, participate in events and activities that allow you to meet more people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess it's still like any type of like social event, happy hours, what, like a, a Project concert, Because uh, I feel the like they leagues. all dance. Oh my God, low key. <laughs> Low key, <laughs> but uh, Jordan flag football you, <laughs> or kickball. They do kickball. You know right. the hiking. Uh, even like a boot camp, like mm-hmm. in the gym and stuff like that. We'll we'll touch on that too. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah those are yep just meeting more people and and not necessarily meeting them with the intention of dating exactly but maybe they have friends that they could set you up with going back to the second tip we gave (laughs) um so next challenge yourself to initiate conversation with people you're interested in and I cannot express this enough because there's so many women that I meet that are like, oh, I don't chase a man mm-hmm. or, or they'll just stare at a man and think that that means that he should just know they're interested or they'll like three pictures on Instagram and that should be. They got hella memes. On, on yes. <laughs> like, girl, if you don't go over there and tell that and man, say something. hey, I just want to say, you know, you're looking nice tonight. Yeah. Where's your wife at? Is she going to be joining you for dinner? Oh, I always give this tip to people um, on for Instagram, mm-hmm. like uh, it, with the story. If mm-hmm. you feeling somebody, just comment on the story. You say yeah. something like, "Oh, that's cute," or like, you know, something. Just that's make a comment. How I started talking to the guy that I'm dating yes. right now, he and had it's cooked so some easy. food, and I said, "I just know that tastes good." <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't even trying to flirt. I honestly wasn't trying to flirt, right? I hadn't even looked at his pictures or anything. The food really just looked good, and I like to eat, so. I commented on exactly. it and then, you know, boom, the rest is history. That's it. That's boom. all. So yeah, just initiate conversation, please. Yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> Next thing is to dress in a way that compliments your body and that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm adamant about uh, just being comfortable. That's <laughs> so same. that's one thing. And now too, mm-hmm. I'm just like, let me be comfortable. It goes back to how you present yourself. Yeah. Look at how you're presenting yourself. So then the next that we have is be open to meeting people in non-romantic settings. So this could be in the grocery mm-hmm. store, even though we wear a mask there, the gym, church, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the places that you're going to and be open to the fact that, you know what, if I say I'm dating, that doesn't mean I only need to consider people that are on apps or mm-hmm. that are at speed dating events or in these very specific events or instances you can meet somebody anywhere. Yeah. So just be open to that. Be open to conversation with someone, you know, when you're out and about. Yeah. Um, and then the last positive way mm-hmm. um, is just to identify what you do and don't want from your past dating, like, experiences. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, reflect. Do some reflecting. That's the yes. thing. Um, and then just kind of re- reevaluate what you're leading with mm. into these situations. Just so, you know, make sure that your approach is the the right approach. Or I guess there's not really a right one, but just be respectful, mm-hmm. you know. I, I just, yeah, I think that, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> really. It really is. If you not, if you feel like you're encountering gold digger, stop yeah. leading with your money. Stop having a picture yeah. of you living on the hood of your 1995 BMW <laughs> in your parents' driveway in your dating profile. Oh, that sounds so specific. Or listing Jesus. that you're a homeowner on a dating app when it really has nothing to do that's with personality. That's everybody. Listen. Oh, the- <laughs> employed. Employed. Got a job. Own place. Yeah. Got a car. Homeowner. That shit. Got food in my fridge. Okay. Okay. Like, congrats. Bills yeah. paid. Oh, all right. That's We're happy for you. <laughs> but if you're leading with your money, if you're leading with your body, I had to learn that when I was back on Tinder, like no swimsuit pictures because mm-hmm. that's all that guys will focus on. So yeah, just reevaluate what, what you're leading with and identify what you do and don't want from those past dating experiences. Yep. Yep. All right. So those were the, you know, the ways that we think would be just a positive way to experience dating. So mm-hmm. now we're going to go to our loud lyrics segment. So this week, my song is uh, Capella Gray. Um, it's the title of the song is Gallus. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. It's the one that has the back that ass up sample. Mm-hmm. Don't don't. But yeah, I it just it goes like it I goes. think I saw um, 
somebody uh posts like choreography to it so mm. it just that's how i got introduced to the song and i was like yo this shit kind of ride mm-hmm. so i just I, i've been kind of stuck on it okay and my song for loud lyrics is three words and the artist that uh sings that song is high classified with a k mm-hmm. featuring levin Kali. so i love levin Kali. me too okay like every project that he's put out slaps yeah okay yeah um but i like this song because it's like they like somehow I don't, i'm not a producer y'all so i don't know technical terms but they like <laughs> did some kind of like little playing with high classified voice to make it kind of like eerie and mm-hmm. deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and the three words that he's referencing in the title are I love you. Mm-hmm. So it's like a love song, but it's just like real sexy and moody. and like, baby, you a blessing and Ooh. like all this, you know, positivity. I like to listen to, to positive music. Yes. And also if you, if you out here and you, um, you like dancing the pole and whatnot, this is a good, a good song to dance to. Okay. Oh. Cause it's, you know, it's real smooth, okay. but yeah, so that's, that's what I've been listening to. And y'all don't have to remember the names of these songs because, Yes. We add them at the end of every episode mm-hmm. to our p- playlist on both Apple Music and on Spotify, Blunt Troops Pod Loud Lyrics Playlist. Mm-hmm. And we also link them in the show notes for y'all Yo. because, you know, we're generous like that. Yes, so thank you. go there. You could hear these songs and the past songs yep. for our Loud Lyrics segment. Yep. So if you have any questions or if you'd like to be a guest, feel free to slide in our DMs or shoot us an email at blunttruthspod at gmail.com. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We are at Blunt Truths Pod on all of them. Thanks for listening to another episode. It's been real. Bye. Bye, y'all.